partner is asking about commitment and when you give your word to something. Because I've mm. made a commitment that I no longer feel I can keep. Yes. And so um, his side is much more like you made a commitment, you gave your word to me and to God in front of all these people. Yeah. And how does it, how do, he wants to know, because I'm here spending time with you, Muji, he wants to know how do you feel about commitment and word? Because he knows how I feel about it. He, his questions are coming really strong. I need to know what you would say about this. Okay. I think it's an important thing to address because many people have this. I think the human being is very inconsistent because when a vow seems to suit their self-interest, they're very much, you know, but you said and you know, you must keep your word. But if we look through uh, each person's life, we're not keeping our word and you cannot keep it. It's best not to get into too much uh, situations where, you know, you must keep your word, meaning that you're making a lot of promises, you're saying a lot of things, as though you are the one who determine the flow or the stream of existence. We, we cannot do this. Having said that, then does it mean then a person's word should mean nothing at all? Not at all like that. As much as possible, uh, if if if. Uh, if something feels true in your heart, you can say, this This I feel. I feel strongly about this in the, at, at the moment, but I realize that nothing I say can be fixed forever. I think it's a fantasy, a spiritual fantasy of human beings to think that they can make a vow or a promise that they would keep forever. There are some beings who their their mentality, their mind, their consciousness is so stable that they can say a thing and um, and somehow it seems that uh, it gets fulfilled like that. But for the regular person who is, whose mind is immersed in the ego, they have no such power. They have no such power. Because if we really did have that type of power, then we could also determine exactly the existence we want and live it. You, cannot, you don't have this power. We can say that, and there's a beautiful way in which I've heard it expressed that a certain thing is like this for now, because you don't, you cannot guarantee. It sounds wonderful to some part of us that likes to feel that we can live in someone else's promise, or you can live with someone else's guarantee. At most, it can be a declaration of the love that you feel now. Not that love needs to be, to be fickle and always changing, you know, I love you, then I don't love you, I love you, I don't love you. It's not like that, because I don't think that this is, a, this is the way true love really is. But when we say, I promise to love you forever, and I promise that I'll always be with you, it's a beautiful sort of, sort of sentiment in a way. But who can keep it, actually? Because I've seen that sometimes in life, there comes a time when you know two people are just not they're not flowing energy is not flowing and it's not that oh you know um one person just decide it's like something is not flowing and maybe both people feel a very strong sense of commitment that you know we want to honor our commitment but quite often when you get to a certain point if you're not in affinity with each other if you're not resonating with each other you don't feel that you know you should use your vow as a way of staying together it more feels like it's a pressure 
that something has changed, the orientation of the heart has changed or something. And especially there are times when you do know these things deeply, that uh, the feeling of love or commitment to this person, something has changed. And you're going to say, but I promise to be like this with you forever. Then it feels very different. Then why are you doing that then? It's like your word is more important than your heart. And we say many things, and it's not, uh, it's not like that. I think the people who get married and they make a kind of vow, I feel I sometimes it's very moving to feel that we reach a certain place in our life where at a point you feel to dedicate your, your existence to being with someone else. It's a beautiful sentiment, it's a beautiful feeling. And many people have successful marriages, but there are many people who they don't. They don't have the spiritual maturity to be in a relationship forever. Either they don't have the spiritual maturity, or that uh, your partner and yourself not not that compatible, whichever way it is, and you're not able to sustain a promise of that uh, magnitude. I mean, if someone says, you know, if I give my word, I keep it, I would like to see such a person. As much as possible, we do keep our word. It must mean something. If I say, as we become more uh, spiritually uh, secure inside the heart, your words do have a, a stronger import. They have a stronger power. For myself also, I feel I have a love for you that doesn't change, it doesn't diminish. It's not dependent on whether you're nice or not nice. Sometimes I have to keep away from you, but my love is never um, separated. But I know that people have uh, been in relationship with me in the terms of like their spiritual connection, it seems, and whose love has turned to acid hate for things that is, that is just out of the workings of their mind. What can they promise me? I don't take a promise from another human being. But I know that the love that arises from the state that I am is true. And it doesn't fluctuate, because it's not a contract, it's not a kind of a, an exchange even. It is just there. It, it, I, it's unavoidable. So I don't fall out of love with people uh, in the spiritual sense. I don't do it. And yet, at the same time, I feel that uh, the love of most human beings is very fickle. Now, if I love you, and I'll be with you. And the next minute, no, they're, they're kind of stabbing you in your back, you know? It can be like this. So how can such a person make a vow that has any such a depth of credibility? If your mind is not stable, if your if your sense of who you are is founded upon the wrong uh, notions, how can what you say be so stable? And such ideas like you know, yeah, you do it in the, in the presence of God, uh, you know, like God is going to say, "Ha you gave your word. Why didn't you keep it?" That's a joke. He knows you can't keep it. <laughs> Nothing you say is that uh, strong. He's glad you cannot keep your word. So that you may come, you may come to see that the words that come from the mouth of a man, who is not immersed in the heart, they have no validity. They have, there's nothing ultimate about it. How can God be disappointed? This is a complete joke. It's a very childish idea about God. He's going to hold you. You know, you said it in front of God. God is the first one to say, "Listen, relax. <laughs> Don't take yourself so seriously. When have you ever said anything that is true?" <laughs> you see. So we mustn't be afraid of these things, because in you at the time said what you say in good faith, whether you have the capacity, and certainly you cannot determine for someone else. I'm going to love you. We are going to be compatible for the rest of our lives. Some people, the destiny of their 
relationship is meant to be for a short time. Whatever you're meant to, to, to learn or to experience through that encounter, maybe it's for a certain duration and you go. There are some beings who are going to be with you for the rest of your earthly life. You walk together shoulder to shoulder. There are some people with whom you're going to have a deep uh, connection in the heart for all your lives, as far as the energy portrays, portrays a life is concerned. And sometimes you cannot, you cannot tell why. You push each other away, you push each other off a bridge, but you can't separate. Something is just there all the time. It just has this beautiful love, this consistency. And another one, you know, they have a five-star wedding, 100,000 people, 15,000-pound cake, and they can't stay when one month they're separating. So who can say these things? So my feeling is as well, um, uh, some of you, maybe your destiny is to be in my physical company for the rest of uh, whatever. And others maybe not in a physical, maybe more your connection in the heart is stay strong and, and distance makes no physical distance has no no real meaning for you. And others will move on and go a different path, travel a different road, do different things. I don't know about these things. It's not my business. But if the people are going to be with me, I can see you every day for the rest of my life. But you have to ref- you have to be fresh. Just don't be stale. Don't live uh, just like you cannot eat yesterday's. D- well, yeah, we have been eating yesterday's dinner. <laughs> you cannot li- live on last week's food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure, even in, even people who have no who have no declared spiritual um, posture have relationships that uh, go on for all their lives and can be happy. So there's no guarantee. But certainly, it there is not a set standard for relationships. Some are fleeting, and have very deep uh, potency, depth of experience, deep connection, but are short in their duration in terms of the the the, the physical um, nearness or something. There are so many different. Uh, ways. But I really feel that we need to relax a little bit. A human being who has not, whose mind has not yet merged inside the heart, uh, such a human being cannot be um, you know, relied upon in every case. And anyway, you should not rely upon anyone, because usually you're relying on them based upon your projection of what you want from them. Uh, we should not make this type of this type of um, what you may call it uh, commitment, unless you really you really feel it in your heart, and you may say, you know, I love you, and I promise love for the rest of my life. And if you're so beautiful in that moment, and then things change, and if you're both intelligent, you can both understand and say, you know what, we love each other, but somehow our lives are not flowing together so well, and let's let's be good friends, you know. And people have this type of relationships also. They move on, they keep touch with their part ex-partners, and it's clean, it's beautiful, because you say. You know, we shared, we walked shoulder to shoulder for so much time. You've been, you've been my teacher. You've been my friend. You've been so many things. How can I, you know, be walking in another direction and cut you from my heart? It's not possible. If your, if your love is true, 
you cannot be like that but there are um, some relationships which seem to to flourish and do really beautifully really really well usually people who are very comfortable rested in their own heart have good uh, ways of communicating um and i would say above all someone who has a good sense of self who is not easily destabilized who who doesn't suffer from insecurity because that's the worst that's the cancer of relationships to always be insecure always require someone to to tell you i love you and you're the most important this is very poor you should be strong enough to stand on your own but um we don't have to make so many promises that's the point we don't have to make so many promises sometimes they sound great some people their weakness is making promises to other people <laughs> i promise you i'll do this oh i'm going to do this and then they haven't got the stamina it's like you're running a marathon but you're running like a sprinter and you get off to a fine start and then 50 meters up you're leaning up against a tree or something and everybody's passing you because you you get a thrill out of <gasps> demonstrating affection for a few minutes but there isn't the backup to sustain it or something all these things but i really want to if i can just to say that nobody can disappoint god or make god angry these type of things they are very very show the human fallibility to say such things and such a limited and narrow view of the supreme being we are in each of our expression uh one of the stage names of god each one is a mask of god while we are in the notion that we are just people uh there's an ironness in that but when we come to real understanding your life becomes so much lighter so much brighter when you find the truth that not nobody puts you here to to beat you we beat ourselves actually by expecting the impossible in 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 a silly way but as as far as relationships are concerned i think when when someone tries to hold you but you said you would you said you would it's the most horrible thing to do because we are saying many things that we can't fulfill and uh, as you come more to to find your own strength you're not inclined to make promises because you see the futility of them and 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 the unfairness they're very unreasonable and so i i feel that when we do that with each other um it's it show a real lack of understanding of life of consciousness of just the uh, of existence very narrow and out of that type of you know holding you to your word it never come anything beautiful just pain and pressure it doesn't it doesn't end up with a smile at all and so just let each other be free and and trust if there's something there you know you don't have to go around you know peeping on the on each other you know if there's something trust is there then something relaxes more but it takes time to trust and i believe that people should slow down take time to trust don't 
Don't have the arrogance of thinking, well, because you're going out with me, you should trust me. Most human beings are so untrustworthy. So trust has to be developed and matured or something. But I think we can we can relax a lot more about these things. Don't think that another human being can is here to make you happy. The purpose of their existence is to make you happy. It's a real arrogance. But you can be happy with many people. You can be happy with one person in a certain kind of relationship. It can be very beautiful, very sweet. Or peeping means uh, you know, like snooping and, and looking and checking in to see if they're up to some mischief. It's all to do with insecurities and a lack of trust. And if these these are the signs that are happening with us, don't hold the other person responsible. You have to really go inside yourself and say, why should I? You know, the once upon a time you didn't know each other. How did you come to be so to trespass into the being of someone so deeply? And before another time you didn't know them. You know. So we bring these propensities with us, these these tendencies, and then we 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 point them towards other be- beings, make them almost responsible for the way we feel. And this is not a truth. Because love cannot be expressed at, at the at the point of a gun, you know. You said you love me. Yeah. I did say that, but I couldn't manage it. <laughs> I just couldn't keep it up. You scared the hell out of me. <laughs> what about adultery? One of the things you promise yourself on To be faithful, first of all, means to be faithful to your own heart. This is what faithfulness is. Be faithful to your own self, to be truthful, not in a selfish, not in an ego-centered way, but to honor your own self. This, this is the this is the capacity we have. I, as I said before, I, I'm, I'm a little bit. I'm not totally comfortable about promises. Sometimes we can, we may make promises to each other. But there must be a lightness, an air of some playfulness in it. It cannot be taken, you know, like a kind of contract. You cannot say, "Okay, tomorrow at 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 twenty-two minutes to two o'clock, you're going to have a certain feeling." Can you say this? You cannot say that. You can say it, but it won't have any meaning. You cannot say how you're going to feel tomorrow. You cannot say this thing. You can say it uh, like jokingly. You know, okay. In the next half an hour, do you know precisely what feelings you're going to be feeling, what thoughts you're going to be having? You have no control over it. You can say, okay, in half an hour we're going to talk about, you know, John the Baptist or something, and you know, please get prepared. And people read about it and so on. And I say, okay, fine. What do you think of John the Baptist? And you're talking, but that's not really being in touch with the moment. <laughs> we can live like that, but I don't feel that that, that we need to. Fresh is the moment which is unplanned. It just arises and it's like this is fine. There is a place and a time for planning things, but you'll come to know when those moments are. You will not do them out of habit, out of weakness. There are some people they 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 have this tendency to continuously put entries into their diary into their diaries. Even for the next two years if there's a diary, they'll fill it up with intention. Can you fulfil them? No, it's just a habit. Or to make promise, or to make big promises to people you cannot keep.
And this is why quite often I feel we're not in the moment. We don't really know ourselves in the moment. We know ourselves in the past. We know ourselves into the future projections. But about the present, where people give anything. Because the present is not an interpretation of itself. It's just there. But the mind finds it's not enough. They have to, we have to spice it up with some projections, or some expectations, or something like this. And then we suffer from the very projections that we encourage. I don't find these things are really uh, nurturing to love. I think they are misguided, and misunderstood, ill-conceived. They are not the, they are not the fragrances of real love. That that love is to be discovered, not created. There is something in in relationships that's part of the way in which consciousness enjoys its existence, its play. We see also in the scriptures, even in India, you have you know this uh, these models: Krishna, Radha. Shiva, Pavati, and this—they uh, point to something which is very pure. But some people can't manage it. 